Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. All right, just making sure, like, yes, 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 we got it, boy. Yeah, we're all here today. Ah, man. Yep, it's time to go ahead and do another one of these, but... I've been sitting here thinking to myself, though, like all the time that took place and all the things that I've done and all the people that I've met and everything else. And I just love how, like, the growth has been real. Like, everything's just been amazing, you know? And not all of it, though. There's been some, some scars up in the time. But, hey, we'll discuss it tonight because welcome to the J-Man Show here on J360 Radio! Hey, how's it going, J360 Legion? Welcome to another episode of the J-Man Show for episode 296. Damn, can you believe it? Four episodes. Oh, oh, man. Milestones are going to be hitting, baby, hitting. And you know, I love every bit of it, and I and I really enjoy those of you out there that have been supportive for all of this, leading to like everything that we've been doing. All of us independent creators and everybody that I know who's been enjoying all the J360 shows, all the way up to Soda, and then, like, you know, even with Project Conference coming along. The sixth one will be happening this Saturday at 12 noon. So, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> and then not to mention, like, everything else that's going to follow, you know, like, there are more shows. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But I want to let you guys know something, though. Tonight... You know, I was sitting here and I had to reflect on some other things, you know, like how we all got here. And we all got here through growth and through significant connections and then, like, the way we're just all building up on it. And, like, all of us in the indie game, we can give mainstream mainstream a run for its money if we just stay focused on, like, what we're supposed to be doing. And I'm willing to go it all the way because I was sitting there looking at some of the news that is out there lately and looking at all the other publications that floating around and... I mean, it's amazing to see, like, some people can't even talk about an animated movie right. Like, some people have taken the time to talk about, like, what what their personal feelings are and their personal experiences rather than say whether a movie is good or bad or not. And that annoys the living hell out of me. Especially an animated film. And the thing about animation is, and Galimio Del Torrio proved this with his, um, with his Pinocchio film, that animation is not just for kids. Animation is another way to tell stories. And all of the process that he put into that Pinocchio movie for miles upon miles kicked the living ever hell out of that Disney remake. Which some people actually didn't even know existed. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, And, that, and that's a really interesting way to do it. Because when you look at the original Disney Pinocchio... Like, it was miles ahead. It was the second feature for that company, and then they went ahead and they trashed it with that live-action remake, like a lot of other live-action remakes. There's supposed to be one for the Aristocats coming. And, um, <clears throat> Questlove is supposed to be behind that one. 
And I'm sitting there thinking this. I'm like, Questlove, huh? Okay, well, like, that that's good. I, I'm not going to take away a job from a brother. But I'm sitting there thinking this. I mean, uh, okay, wasn't there already a Cats movie that nobody liked? And it was filled with so much animation and everything that... It had James Corden in it, and then, like, Taylor Swift, because that was her big break, and then, like, all that stuff. Big break for movies, anyway. The girl is phenomenal in, in terms of music and all that stuff. If you can get past all the breakup songs. Whoops. But, um, <laughs> hey, anybody goes through it, you know? But, yeah. Anyway, like, she she's a monster and everything else. But when it comes to, like, this has happened before, and then considering how live-action track records go, I mean, like, I, I look at the video effects, and they're great, but at the same time, I look and wonder, how is this going to carry a two-hour slot? And in some cases, people want to say, no, we're going to up the ante for three hours. And it's like, oh, really? With, with, with that, huh? And I'm not trying to say that the Aristocats will end up like cats, but I'm also sitting there thinking this. Are they going to go the Lion King route, or are they going to go ahead and try to... I always try to wonder exactly how they're going to go about it. Because the movie itself, you know, that is already out, the animated movie that usually gets shown at periodical times, like, it really wasn't that big in terms of substance, you know what I'm saying? Like, in terms of, like, it's all it's all basically because, like, a kid, you know, cats that um inherit, you know, cats that are going to inherit money before the butler does. And the butler does whatever he can to get rid of them because he's going to get the money then. But even though at the same time the plot's crazy because, like, those cats can't open cans and stuff by themselves, you know what I mean? Sure, they they they're, um, they got ways about doing things because they talk and everything, but, you know, they still need a human to take care of them. So if the butler was smart, he probably should have looked at it that way and said, hey, guess what? They're not going to go shopping with that money, and in a way I get that money by proxy, but, you know, once again, that's just fringe brilliance but <laughs> you know i'm just wondering like how it would go out i mean I, i'm hoping it'll succeed but i also know it's not gonna get it's not gonna get any of the theater runs it's gonna be put on disney plus kind of like lady and the tramp was put on disney plus um but you know the little mermaid on the other hand the movie that everybody saw but didn't see that's going into the theater soon and then <laughs> people are still arguing about that right and, I, and I'm just wondering how many people that are actually arguing and debating about this thing are actually going to go into the theater, sit their asses down, and go watch it, you know? I still sit there thinking to myself to this day, it's like most of the people just do it because they want to complain. They want to complain, they want to bitch, they want to get mad about things. And then at the end of the day, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, it's like, the movie's going to make its money because it is The Little Mermaid, it's a huge franchise. But at the same time you wonder how many people are actually going to be there. And then, like, you know, the Marvel's uh, trailer just dropped not too long ago, the teaser anyway, and I'm still not interested, you know? And it's not even because of Brie Larson. It, it's just, sure enough, isn't because of Miss Marvel. I thought, like, she's a good actress. She's going to be fine. And then the woman that's playing as the Black Cat Marvel. Yes, because that was a Black Cat Marvel at one time. Rambo, but she's also called Photon in the um, actual comics. But you see, the thing is, it's like, they're doing this right, though, because those two have actual growth to themselves, whereas, like, people who just want to see uh, Brie Larson go f fuck off, you know? Honestly, though, I don't really have a, too much of a deal with Brie Larson if she's not running around being, you know, hyper-feminist and everything's a problem, but I'm just like, what is the plot? Who are we fighting against? And it looks like they're fighting against accusers again. 
I would have loved it if they fought again. Well, no, this is in the present time, right? So they can't fight against Ronan even if, like, anything. So if anything, yeah, they're going to be fighting against accusers and Krees again, which, okay. But at the same time, though, there's also the secret invasion that's coming along. And I'm wondering if the Nick Fury in that movie is still the same Nick Fury or somebody else under disguise. But then again, it might not be Talos and all. It's inter- it's interesting with that whole Kree Squirrel thing, you know? So I'm just wondering how that's all going to turn out. But at the same time, though, it's like I'm kind of, I don't know, I have a love-hate with the MCU like anything else. Which is ironic considering that, you know, some of my content was based off of it in its heyday and its golden years. But isn't that something how we as a people talk about what the golden years of something are? Because, hey, we all went and saw it, we enjoyed it, and we all had good conversations of it. And then it turned into like how Star Wars is, where you can't even have a conversation without somebody trying to quiz you or trying to say like, Oh no, that didn't happen. Uh, This is what happened. This is my headcanon. And my headcanon is law. It's not like an opinion or anything you know you need to enjoy this stuff you guys don't know business you know it's like this we're in this present time now where all of these pop culture things are coming coming together they're finally getting movies people of all ages are able to access it and you know what it still ain't going nowhere like <laughs> we're all still mad at each other ain't we <clears throat> And as I was talking about this, I was looking at the whole review about the Super Mario Bros. movie. Which, by the way, if you have not gone and seen it, get up and go see it. (laughs) It's really, really good. I mean, for me, it is, you know? Like, Illumination's a pretty good company. But let me just tell you this, like, I mean, some of their stuff with the Minions, I mean, I laughed at it, but it's not for me. Because, you know, wasn't a kid around that time. You see what I'm saying? And I think it's nice that they had their franchise, like Despicable Me and all. But the fact that they're able to do, like, um, the fact that they are working with the Super Mario Brothers and all the Nintendo properties, if if you may, that looks pretty good. And then not to mention, it appeals to me because I grew up with all that stuff like quite a lot of people did. So, yeah, it's going to pull us in. And then they went ahead and they, yeah, it's made for the modern kids, but it was definitely a lot there for those of us that grew up waiting for a traditional Mario movie that represents I mean, you look at the other one, and then you're like, hmm, okay. But you look at this one, you're like, see, I know all that. Yeah, I did that before. Oh, my God, I got knocked around like that. (laughs) Donkey Kong beat my ass like that in Super Smash Brothers, you know? What a magical movie. But let me just tell you this, though. As As I look at all this stuff, it inspires me to keep on going what I'm doing. Because, you see, before I dived into, like, live action filmmaking and before I dived into radio broadcasting and all... Originally, I wanted to just make cartoons. Like, you know, I wanted to do either Filmation style or I wanted to do definitely Warner Brothers style because I love the Looney Tunes. But, like, you know, I wanted to be an animator. I wanted to work with all of those things, tell stories in a different medium. Because in animation, you can do multiple things that you really can't do in live action. And who knows, maybe can could make a good movie that actually has that whole thing where, you know, it's the Roger Rabbit effect, right? You can do something similar to that. Like, movies like that inspire me, and they stay with me all the time. Which is why, like, you know, I've been really, really running a gambit on trying to get this uh, animation tablet and all that I need in order to do this. And see, before I ever have that, I can go ahead and do the traditional stuff, you know, the flip books and everything. And that's that's important to me. And then looking at, like, character, emotions and all 
like, you know, we can go ahead and be the new icons because that's where we need to be. Like, you know, that's just staying power. I'm just glad that the uh, Super Super Mario Brothers movie, they don't necessarily need the movie, but this movie is cementing them more. And there's accolades being broken and, you know, new legendary status being made for that franchise right now. And it's the same that said, you know, same thing happened with Sonic not too long ago. Sonic had a whole damn renaissance going on with his two films. And people were putting respect on his name. You know? It's just, I'm, I'm just happy about that. You see what I'm saying? Because things I grew up with are, you know, are getting, are in the, while they might be in the mainstream, and the mainstream can be very fickle and repulsive at times, but at least with this, this is a golden light, if you will. You know what I mean? So, like, but as I'm sitting here, though, and I'm looking over some of the devices I need in order to go ahead and get the animation section afloat like yeah it's gonna be something but so far so good and i'm just i'm just ready to go ahead and do these things you know what i mean and that's why like i don't mind going to like whenever there's like a pixar movie or something i wouldn't mind going to see it you know and like the time it takes for all that it just really really helps so i went ahead and told you those whimsical things because it's time to get a little deep with it because here's your feature presentation regarding time scars and all that stuff the timing is just of everything has just been interesting and amazing and like i said i love the growth i love how the jam fam is coming along into their ways and i really do care about the people that i work with like the two guys in soda like i respect them you know what i mean and the truth is like i'll always respect al and i'll always respect you know mondo and like a lot of people that led to this point but looking back on it there's been a lot and a lot of problems too you know, there's been, like, disagreements. There's been disputes. There's been moments where, like, you know, people try to throw their weight around on their problems or they take liberties with your time. And sometimes even in your own family. And I always was sitting there thinking this because somebody in my family was saying, you spend a lot of time with us. And I'm like, well, hold on a minute. I was unemployed for three years. I wasn't getting any work for my career, and I wasn't getting any... Any work from like traditional jobs. Okay? And while I was there for those three years, I tried to work on a novel. I tried to work on certain things to keep my sanity. And then, like, you know, also spend time with said family member. And all they did was mock. All they did was mock, say a bunch of stuff that just didn't care, and just went on this whole tangent about, like, and all this other stuff. And it's like, Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean I don't have a job? I have a job. I have a business that I want to build and stuff. I have a job. And you're going to sit there and you're going to try to mock me about it. Well, here's the one thing I'm going to do. I'm going to give you the best fuck you possible. I will not spend time with you. I will not hang out with you. I will not go on the idea of even having a strong kinship with you. I will go about my business and I will do the things I need to do just like you did to me in my formative years. Because at the end of the day, roles are reverse, and it's time to pay up. And you know who uh, experienced that? My mother. My mother. When I was unemployed for three years and I had to live at home, because I ain't going to live in the street, I had to listen to barrages, to ridiculous things, that, that sometimes just really didn't apply to me because I knew I was going to be making it in the media. I was going to be going for my career as soon as like that money came back in. And it was at a point where I couldn't even go to college or something that for at least a couple of years. 
Because <clears throat> I found a way to get back in anyway, but... Story for another time, but it's hard to talk about. That's why the raspiness in my voice. But it's like, I went through all of that. And this woman over here was praising one of my siblings and was sitting over there acting like, oh, hey, you gotta do something, and all this other stuff. And the truth is, she didn't realize it, but her attitude, one way or another, kept throwing pot shots and ridiculous things on our relationship. And just, she was breaking her own pedestal down to try to make me feel motivated, I guess, I don't know. But you see, the thing about it was, is that I have it under control where I need to go and do what I got to do. And you see, what was interesting about my mother was, is that she didn't realize, but I was building stuff under her nose. You see what I'm saying? Like, when you don't have a laptop and stuff like that, you have access to, like, a notebook and a pen. All I need is a notebook and a pen. You see what I'm saying? And I decided not to tell her anything. And I took my time and I went out there and I got me a job. <clears throat> to the point where it was, I got me a job to the point where I could actually make a little bit of money. You know, it wasn't enough money, mind you. It was a part-time and I had to ease into things. But you see, as I was doing that kind of stuff, I didn't tell her anything. I didn't even tell her I had a job. As far as she knew, I was still at the family home. And like she could go ahead and try to reach out and yell to anywhere I'm at and stuff. But it was it was hilarious because I kept going out to that job and I kept doing that job all the time, stacking that flow, looking for another job because I was there for a few months and then I got into a full-time job and all that stuff. And she didn't know anything about this. So I kept on building and building and building. And at the same time, I went ahead and I started working on J360 stuff again. And I, um, you know, everything became history after a while. But you see, all that stuff that was going on and everything, you know, I had to go ahead and dive into my career the best way I could. Because if not, if I had to sit there and listen to that stuff, it's like somebody projecting all of their problems and depressions and all that stuff on you. You're, you're not there for that. You're not there for the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and all that kind of stuff that leads to, like, wh wherever it's going to go, it's going to mistreat you and it's going to make you feel bad. Like, you know, it's going to make you a problem and stuff like that. Like, you're going to have more reactionary issues than a little bit. And then, like, always feeling like you're inadequate and stuff because somebody's throwing around their own stuff and they don't know how to handle it. But you see, the thing about my mom was, like, she's a strong woman and there's a lot of good, but there's all a lot of bad, too. Which led to a lot of scarring, a lot of mental scarring. But at the same time, I healed that stuff up. Because I realized it's not me. You know what I mean? I also realized, like, you know what, as I'm building and luckily I'm making money when I started doing a lot of freelancing too, all of it kept coming in, you know, and more opportunities were opening up. And the best part about it was is that she's sitting over there wondering, where are you at, where are you going, stuff like that. And then when I did get into my apartment, you know, my apartment also became partly my office. And even as I look at it now, I'm like wondering, like, what, what, what side is for me and what side isn't for, like, all the other J360 properties, but you see, the thing is, I had to always build in secret. I had to always go and do all the things I needed to do because being around people that take liberties with your time and stuff like that, and they're not appreciating you for being there, it's like this, like I say all the time, enjoy me while I'm here. Because one way or another, you might mess up, and then when I go away, oh, don't be over here acting like I'm the problem. It's you. If you over there, if we're friends and stuff like that, and you wonder why I'm not hanging around you and sometimes, you think about it. Really evaluate yourself and all the stuff of why 
you know I'm not there. Think about it. Because at the end of the day, I can do bad by myself. I don't need any help. And the truth is that I've been through the motion. I've been through all those other things. And the truth is, I didn't need depression because guess what? <laughs> I had anger. Do you understand what I'm saying? I had its most vile, volatile cousin. I didn't get the whole, like, you know, I get to withdraw, I get to be sad, I get to be all those other emotions and stuff like that. I got anger and being livid. And I did something with it. And I didn't have a problem doing something with it either. You gonna throw your weight around? I'm gonna kick you out the fucking window. It's little things like that. And the truth is, is like I say, I'm not about that life <laughs> these days. Because I've gotten better and grew as a person. But the thing about it is, it's like, when you see stuff like that, it's just like, you know, it's kind of like you telling an eight, it's like you telling an elder in a village of all the struggles and trials you went through, and they went through it before you did. You know what I'm saying? It's like just standing there and looking at you and be like, oh, well, that's cute. Try this then. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you don't want to be in like one of those, um, measuring games where it's like oh who got it worse than who and stuff like that it's, it's it's semantics at best and at worst you really like even how it's hard for me to talk about certain things i went through and i had to tell you guys about that time scar story there for a little bit because you needed to know like somebody that gave me life and more or less was just turning it into a living hell for a little bit because they figured oh like this is their way of actually helping and it's not help you understand what I'm saying? It's kind of like when you say something like, hey, you got to do for you. You got to do better for you. Stop taking liberties with the time. I get real selfish with my time because, see, I'm 36 now, and things started rolling around like, what, when I was like 33 or so? Like, let's see, you know, things like, oh, no, 31 because been here for seven years. But even then, it, it was it was questionable about, like, you know, how things had a renaissance of their own and then now i got pretty much my own like mcu thing going on with like you know certain people i work with and all that kind of stuff and like you know six degrees to j man if you if you will but you know everything take took its time it had to be built in secret it had to be worked on the whole way up and then i had to stay away from toxic people like my ex-girlfriend a long time ago not not the not the other ex but way way before i knew any of you she thought i just had a youtube channel she didn't think like i had like you know plans and all this kind of stuff to really run with this and make it a mint you know and even then she thought i was going to i don't know go sell out to do something else or you know marry her and have like um two kids and two kids that I won't be able to name, but she wanted to name them. Th things like that. It's just like weird. I'm like, why in the hell do I have to go ahead and dive into a relationship? They ain't even going to help, help me out or anything, you know? Oh, and the most beautiful thing is whenever she would have like a really, really stupid idea and always like whomever is going to be in a relationship with me, just note this, right? I will always ask you if you really want to do that kind of stuff. And I'll always be like, are you behind this thing? Because if I'm helping you with it, I'm not holding the bag. So make sure, like, this is your thing. Through the good and the bad, it's all you. So make sure about that, right? She would not own up to it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I see that a lot. I see that a lot from different people when they put all this crap out in the world, but they don't want to be accountable and responsible for it. And that's a very sad thing. Because at the end of the day, I probably would respect you more if you say, hey, you know what? I did this, I committed a wrong, and I'm sorry. 
I would have respected you better. But if you're somebody who keeps going on and on and on, like, you know, you're a victim, like potential victim and all that kind of stuff, or at the same time, it's like, you know, you can't go ahead and tell me to be accountable for something that I committed. Why the hell not, you jerk? Things like that, you know? <laughs> Finally got my voice back because I can talk about something that's really, really not so personal. But I want you guys to know this. Even though my mom was doing that stuff, at the same time, don't hold it against her because, you know, at the same time, like I said, I can forgive, but I can't forget. And the truth is, is that, like, I let her know that stuff. I'm like, well, I did a quite a lot and I had to do it around you because you insecure. Insecurity is like the worst damn thing you could ever have. And there are people out here that are woefully insecure. Woefully insecure to the T. Some even in your own friends group. I'm sure there's some in mine, but I don't be looking for them. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, you know, a lot of old friends, I guess they were friends, I don't know, some old associates I knew at the time, you know, they still sitting out there talking about they should have, could have, would have, and I'm looking at them like, punk bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what they are. At the end of the day, you a clown. You might as well sit in the back because nobody wants to feel sorry for your ass and you don't have ownership and right over mental health and depression and all that kind of stuff. Matter of fact, you're just doing this because you don't want to be accountable and at the end of the day, you think everybody owes you something. And you know what? I will collect on that ass whooping because I will happily beat the piss out of you and give you a reason why at the same time, nobody gives a crap. You know what I'm saying? And you can lay there and be like, uh, like Loki in Avengers 1 or some shit like, uh, J-Man kicked my ass. What the fuck you think I was going to do? Let you go ahead and throw your weight around without me giving you a counterpoint? Take up boxing, bitch. That's what I mean. Like, you know, at the end of the day, there's always a way of doing things. You know, you're going to have to grow for you. You're going to have to do best for you. And then at the end of the day, you're going to have to treat people a lot better. Because, like I said, not everybody has your story. Not everybody has your pain. We all go through life differently. And who the hell isn't going through a pinch in a bad way right now? You see what I'm saying? And I hate to say that, but, you know, at the end of the day, that's kind of a fact. Like, even trying to build a business in this crazy-ass time is not exactly easy, but damn it, I'm doing it anyway. You know? Looking for a new home and trying to get to another state, you know? It's not easy, but I'm going to try to do it any damn way. You know? At the end of the day, this is about making wins. This is about making moves. This is about, like, looking at stuff and saying, you know what? I ain't, I ain't going down just because things are hard. You know what I mean? I'm not going to worry about my relationship issue if somebody doesn't like me back. I'm not going to worry about, like, you know, certain jobs and stuff like that if they are too chicken to hire me, you know, or give me a contract. Where at the same time, I'm working on all the other freelancing and stuff and still making crazy stupid money anyway. You know what I mean? It's all about building those opportunities, going for said dreams, making it happen, looking at your um, your business expense as the beautiful tax write-off that it is, making sure that you have a nice tax shelter so at the same time they can't come in and rob you because, man, I just finished my taxes. Damn, that is theft. Don't you know? Which, by the way, um, that's coming up, by the way. So, you, you know, make sure you get all your ducks in a row and try to get it in before the 18th if you can because, oh, boy. But you know what I'm saying, though. If, if those of you that have been paying attention to me for this long, what I'm saying is, like, yeah, we all have time scars. And people will take liberty with our time, and we have to have our boundaries. We have to protect it. We have to be, you know, very, very aware and observational about who we spend time with. Because you're a sum of all the people you spend time with. And the thing about it is, is that I don't want to spend time with insecure 
depressed, broken, tiresome people who are not really making moves. Now, if you're now that can't be helped because depression's almost everywhere. But the thing about it is, is this: you got to be resilient enough, and you got to be crafty enough to keep it in check. And I know a lot of those of you that are in the J360 Legion are strong and smart. And you might not have all of that going on at once right now. And life might be kicking the shit out of you right now. But you're ten times better than that. And the truth is is that you're seeing it right now because when the cold winter months come in like that, you're able to get stronger about it. Okay? And, you know, at the end of the day, if you're going through the thing and if you blow up or if you vent and stuff like that, you also need to talk about what is going on. What led to this, too? Don't just throw the stuff around and think that there ain't no come up as a sort. Because there might be a J-Man uppercut coming for your face. And the whole point about it is, it's like, you know, a lot of y'all be like, well, what do you mean by that? You know, are you going to do it to women? No, I don't do it to women. But I do let them know ahead of time with my razor-sharp tongue about things that what in the hell are you doing, you know? And at the same time, I try to go to that, that high-priority conversation and just be like, you know what, hey, if you need to let all this stuff out, you need to go be by yourself. You need to go outside where the traffic is and yell at that for a little bit or something. There's always a way. You don't throw that stuff around without any context. You see what I'm saying? And the whole point about it is it's like we as a people can do better. Yeah, the village needs to come back where we all take care of one another. We all get where we need to be at and like, you know, help each other with that goal. But too much altruism is a bad thing, too, because there are people that take liberties with that as well. So you just got to be mindful. You just got to know. You got to see the signs, see all the red flags, and then you got to be, like, smart about how you do things. All right? And the truth is, is that, no, I am not a terrible person. My heart has always been in the right place. My resolve has always been very true about the things that I do. Because I don't like throwing out people, but like I say, I will not hesitate to throw out people when they get a little too ridiculous and then at the same time far beyond reproach. Kind of like, um, let's just say, for you MCU fans out there in Civil War where, you know, Cap could not talk Iron Man down, okay? Not after all that that went on. He was going to kill Bucky. And that, and uh, what every right to do so, but at the same time, you know, more or less, like I, I say that because nowadays I'm kind of like Iron Man these days with all these technologies and things I'm working with. But also, I will kick your ass like Captain America if I need to. I will go right there. I will pull no punches, and I'll be like, "This is all out of love." Because at the end of the day, I got to stop you from doing disastrous things. At that point, you see what I'm saying? That's just me because I've been through it before. And you want to know the worst thing about losing your temper, the worst thing about venting and stuff like that? When you take it out on the wrong people and you never have those people ever again. When you take it out on the wrong people and you have to get up, now you have to get up and apologize. Now you have to go ahead and apologize to everybody that's been even in earshot of the stuff because at the same time, you know, you didn't want to lose them as friends, but at the same time, it's all about boundaries. You know what I mean? Some people don't take kindly to it. Some people won't know how to talk to you at this point without wondering what you get triggered about. And believe it or not, as I'm sitting right there looking at you the whole damn time, you better understand that one of my fists is balled up. I'm talking to you men out there or you pseudo men out there. And, you know, some of you other people that look like you can take a hit. That's what I'm talking about. Because verbally, if you can't handle it, physically, you're going to have to take it. And the truth is that, like I said, I don't hold back on none of that stuff. And then sometimes I might be holding a taser, and then sometimes I might be doing... Because at the end of the day, I'm thinking about my safety. 
It ain't about like all the other stuff. I'm thinking about my safety and then the people in my charge. And I take care of the people in my charge, so don't get it wrong. But it's like this. Some people don't know how to handle any of that kind of stuff. And it's not entirely safe. And it's a very moot point about stuff. But you realize this, right? If it was in a convention and if one of my homies was flipping out like that and to the point where, guess what? You know, it looked like he's about to hurt other people in himself. I'm tasing the motherfucker. You will thank me for it. Just be happy I didn't pour water on you first. That's how sick I am. But the point is, it's like, you know, yeah. It's just people nowadays need to understand, like, you know, we all going through something. And life is not safe. Nowadays, you can't even go to a public event without some jerk walking and running around with any sort of, you know, assault rifle or a handgun or even a shotgun, all this other stuff. You know what I mean? An active shooter. It's like all that stuff going on. And you think I care about your mental health at this point. You know? Nobody owns real estate on all this stuff. We're all going through things. And truth be told, there is nobody being accountable or responsible about any of that stuff either. And it's just terrible. It's a, it's a very terrible time. But life is worth living. There's other things that are happiness. There are other things that mean something to you. Like when I talk to people in the Jam Fam or when I talk to people on Soda or when I talk to people on Hangouts or when, you know, I find a lot of other creatives out there, like, you know, ones that are rising and want to be a part of something and they're actually getting their their downloads and their thousand subscribers or they're getting their listeners and all that kind of stuff. You know, I, I really I really appreciate that. I really like when people come together, like when people do collabs and all that kind of stuff, and they don't melt down on people and all, or they find a more, you know, more, let's say, uh, what is it, more healthy ways to work out whatever issues they have. That's a beautiful thing. Whether it be art therapy, whether it be boxing, whether it be like writing, whether it be like anything else, you know? If you're doing what you need to do that's therapeutic for you, or listening to the right music that actually helps you, or in some cases ASMR, do you go ahead and, you know, keep things in check? You're doing right. Alright? And that that's a very, very beautiful thing. Like I said, it's not always like J-Man's gonna get you and stuff like that. It doesn't have to go to that point unless, like, because I take care of my own. I care about you enough to beat the hell out of you. That's the thing! You know? It's like, I can do the Krampus job, baby. That's just the way that goes. But, like, you know, and it's not always, like, it's not abuse. It's just really saying, like, you need to calm down. You need to go on ahead and find some place to be at and stuff. Because right now, you're in my space. And I take care of my space very well. You understand what I'm saying? And the timing of it all is usually during outrageous times. So you got to be aware of that stuff. But, like I said, time scars and time issues and stuff. But... You know, this too shall pass. Like, I grew and changed as a person. You know, I had to make those changes, though. And a lot of y'all can do the same thing for yourselves, too. I mean, there's no better healing than self-healing sometimes. You see? And I just say that because I want you guys to know that kind of stuff. And then there are moments where I look at you and, like, you know, well, you got all the attention you wanted, so what you gonna do with it now? You know what I mean? Like, when somebody has their meltdown, their breakdown, and they fall apart and all this kind of stuff, and then, you know, try to call people out and try to say they ain't shit and all those kind of things, and then be like, oh, really? Well, I'm here looking at all this kind of stuff, but I'm not taking the abuse from you, so take this, and then, like, give them a kick in the stomach. There you go. You know, it's little things like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, I grew from kind of a 
kind of a tough background sometimes, you know? And it doesn't have to be your home life. It could be out there in the street or out there at school and all that kind of stuff because, you know, that's just how things are. But like I say, it will heal. It will fade. You don't open the scar up when it's fading. You just go ahead and you just let it die down, you know? And just like what I was talking about animation earlier, like that was my escape for a lot of things too. Because, hey, you can make a nice, beautiful world of colors and different stories and, like, different interpretations and grow through that. Or you can play Final Fantasy, where I've yet to finish one, but that's because I don't want the story to end, but the story has to end, you know? And if my story, in general, is going to end, it's going to end with, I hope that I helped a lot of you out, and I hope that a lot of us achieve and become better people than what we are, and then, you know... Whoever carries the torch and stuff like that in the end, well, I give them the utmost respect and blessings at that point. See what I'm saying? So, it's not all bad. It's just like, you just have to find what makes things meaningful. You know? Like, it could be, um, it could be anything, you know? Like, when we all watch football together, like, it's the memory behind that. So... Just letting you all know that stuff, but other than that, though, I gotta get on out of here, and um, I hope you all take care of yourselves on the end, you know? This is J-Man signing off. Peace.